welcome to Sparkle Speak. This is a podcast sponsored by Sparkle, which is a Christian women's ministry designed to connect women with the purpose of inspiration and encouragement. Each week, we will interview a new guest who will share her personal experience with Christianity. Whether you identify yourself as a Christian or not, this podcast is for you, and our intent is always to inspire one another through our own unique and individual stories of how God has moved and shaped us. Wherever you are listening today, we hope you enjoy this story of faith. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Sparkle Speak. I'm your host, Catherine, and today I have a special guest on with us. Um, Her name is Susan, and um, she is a connection through our founder, Betsy. They have been friends for a long time. I'll let you share more about that, Susan. Um, But Susan works for Calvary Church in Grand Rapids. She oversees the adults ministry program at that church, and um, we're just so thankful to have you on. So thanks for being with us today, Susan. Oh, thank you, Catherine. It's it's great. I'm super excited about this podcast and happy to be a part. Yeah. Is there anything else you want to share about yourself? Obviously, I you know shared where you live and where you work, but is there anything else that you'd like to share? Oh, well, thank you. Um, yeah, I, I'll just say um, I have known Betsy for quite a while, the founder. I was um, excited when I heard, first heard her vision for Sparkle and really resonate with it. And I think it's great. Um, I do live on the west side of Michigan. I've been married 35 years. We have two sons who are in their 20s, both came through adoption. So we've been on that kind of journey of infertility and adoption. And now they're grown up. The one is finally graduating from college. So we'll be celebrating that in May. That's so so exciting. And I remember when we spoke um, a few days ago, you said that you have two sons, which I have as well. So we can definitely relate. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. The energy level. I think we talked about that. (laughs) Yep. Yep. Boys are super fun. Um, Yeah. So let's start here. We love asking all of our podcast guests this question. And I think it just, everyone has such a unique perspective. um, And so I would love to hear from you. But our first question is, what does Christianity mean to you? Like if someone were to ask you that? what would you say? So I would probably focus on the personal relationship that we can have with God. And that seems like a huge thing. The God of the universe would want to know us. But uh, for me, it was the understanding of his love for me, that he created me, that he has a plan for me, that he is with me uh, through all of life um, that totally changed me. Um, So I would... Uh, say that is so important for me. In fact, one of my favorite verses is in Hebrews 11, where it talks about we run the race with perseverance, um, in essence, fixing our eyes on Jesus, the author and the perfecter of our faith. And I love that because he's my author. He's the one writing my story. Um, He's the one perfecting me in in the faith. And he um, loves me so much to do all that for me. So I'm grateful. It's that personal walk of faith with my Lord. Mm, yeah, that I love that. And I love that you bring up the, the Hebrews verse about perseverance, because isn't that the truth? Like it is persevering, you know, 
time after time through experience after experience, but with the Lord. And that's the beauty of it. Um, and maybe to piggyback off that, um, could you share with us like how you first started identifying yourself as a Christian and like, how did you, you know, start to even know God in that way? Right. I love that question. Um, I was a teenager. I would say I was like 14, somewhere between 14 and 15. Um, and I had grown up uh, to some extent in the church, but it wasn't a real, um, it was kind of a more, I don't know, more about how to be a good person, not as much about what Jesus had done for me. Um, but, you know, it taught me a lot of good things. But I had a grandmother in particular who was very godly woman who would talk to me a lot. Um, she would always ex just kind of go back to the basics, back to the fact that God loved me. Um, that I was in my own self sinful and separated from God, but that God had a plan for me and he had made a way for me through Jesus, um, that he was the bridge to a relationship with, with God. Um, and so when I was, I, as I said, 14, 15, I was literally just in my room. And I remember this so vividly because I was kind of at a point where I was really wrestling, struggling, very insecure. I, I would say up to this point, I'd been a pretty quiet, insecure kid, very compliant, doing what I needed to do, but kind of living in fear and because of it, very shy. And I remember that day I was, I was just thinking about everything my grandmother had shared with me and recognizing in that moment that God loved me so much that he had given me a way to know him through Jesus Christ. And in that moment, just even almost being overwhelmed, I just remember I, I just called out to God and I started talking to him and I just told him I recognized my complete need for him, that he uh, had a plan for me and I recognized I didn't want to be the one coming up with the plan. I wanted him to lead my life and direct my life and also just to be with me in everything. And, and I, in that moment, just knew he was with me. I knew that he uh, loved me. I remember being overwhelmed by that love. And from that moment on, honestly, in that moment, I, I really feel that's the moment that I came into that personal relationship that, that can, you know, God made the way and I received him and he was in my heart now. And, um, and I just began to walk out in this confidence. So it was a few years later, I was actually asked um, to write my testimony. And I remember when I was thinking about that and praying about that, I, I was like, gosh, I remember it totally changed me on the inside that I was like, was there any like outward manifestation of what God had done in my heart? And I was walking through the family room. I was, it was when I was in college, I was home for the summer. I was walking through and I heard, heard my mother tell a friend, she said, now, Susan used to be this really shy, quiet child when she was like a kid. And she goes, somewhere around 14, she became this really outgoing, confident person. And she and I, I just like stopped in my tracks and I said, oh my gosh. I was like, mom, that's when I placed faith in Christ as my savior and my Lord. And it was such an amazing thing to think, you know, what God had done internally, there really was a transformation. Now, as I say that, I do have to say, Catherine, that it's not like God changed my personality all of a sudden, because I, I want that to be clear. What I believe happened is God enabled me to be the person that, 
he had created me to be. I wasn't caught up in the fear anymore or worrying about what people thought of me. I was just free to be who God created me to be. And that was that outgoing personality, you know, that he gave. So I was very thankful for, for just my mom's recognition or insight, you know, seeing that, uh, what God had done. Yeah, that's amazing. I mean, and it is true. It's like a God confidence that can only come from him. And, you know, I, yeah, I love your story, how that manifested so clearly for you. It was pretty neat. Yeah. Very cool. Thanks for sharing that. Um, yeah. And I would love to know, like, I mean, obviously, you know, that was the the change that happened back then when you were 14, a very significant moment, something tangible you could see. Um, but obviously our relationship with God is like a day by day choice as well. And, you know, he takes us on these journeys, the, the highs and the lows, the valleys, the mountains. Um, so I would love to know in your life, like what experiences have you had that have kind of shaped or changed your view of God along the way? That is a great question. And probably because I am older, I, I, I could talk about that for a long time, <laughs> but, um, but I would say, I, I do think I need to go back to kind of the very beginning because um, there was something that happened that that God used in a big way in my life. I was asked to work at our church, the same church that I had grown up with during my college summers. And I was paired with this other young man uh, to do it. In essence, we were going to work for the summer with the youth group and give the youth pastor the summer off to work on the year, you know, to plan for the year. And the first time Kit, his name was Kit, the first time we met, I remember I walked in and we, we, for the first time met, we were both in college, and he just looked at me, um, and he said, you know, we're going to pray every day for an hour for these kids, and I remember looking at him and going, uh, what are we going to pray about for a whole hour? Like, are you serious, you know, and he was true to his word, and every day that summer, we would begin with prayer, and we would start with praising God, and then we would have personal time of confession just with the Lord between us and God. Um, we would spend time thanking him, and then we would pray for all the kids and their families and the community and the leaders and our church leaders. And I remember just a few weeks into it thinking, wow, that hour felt like about 10 minutes. It went so fast. And it was, in essence, um, it, not only was he teaching me how to pray, and then in doing our Bible study for the youth, I learned how to study the Bible. So he was, he was in essence, discipling me and I didn't even know it. Um, but the other thing that, that happened those two summers is God showed up. He really did in the answer to our prayers. And so I saw to some degree, the power of God in a very, like early in my life, like the power of God in, as he moves in hearts and draws people to himself. And it was such an amazing experience. So I feel like I've always lived like with this faith I've seen God work to bring like revival to revive hearts to move in hearts and and truly I mean we even had parents calling us going what are you doing that my kid wants to get up at 6 30 in the morning to meet for a prayer for prayer you know that kind of thing mm -hmm. and many of those young people are still in ministry today they are went into ministry they're um, serving in their churches it's just amazing you know so I feel like I was both 
disciples, which I think is really helpful just to learn how to pray, to learn how to read God's word. But I was also so blessed to see God's power at work in such a big way um, very early in my journey. Now, I will say, and I'm sorry, I'm going to hopefully you didn't have a question there, but um, I'll keep going. Um, I will say that it doesn't mean life hasn't had tons of twists and turns, um, lots of things to trust him with. Um, I have gone back again and again to what I learned early on, um, that we are to fix our eyes on Jesus, who is the author and the perfecter of our faith. Um, I also love Proverbs 3, where it says, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your understanding in all your ways, acknowledge him and he will make your path straight. And so what we would like as a straight path isn't necessarily what God would want our path to look like because he's, all, he's about a lot more. He's about refining us. He's about changing, shaping us. Um, refining means shedding the, the sin that so easily entangles um, the things that get in the way of what he wants to do. And so it's been a journey through some really tough things from cancer twice to infertility to adoption to a very difficult um, situation with one of our sons, job loss. I mean, most things we've probably encountered at some point in the path that God has used each one in amazing ways in our lives. Yeah, thank you for sharing that. And um, I know I wanted to me- I wanted you to mention this at some point on the podcast. Um, you actually wrote a book um, about praying through cancer, and I would love for you to just talk a little about a little bit about that or share about the book, just in case you know anyone listening wants to check it out. Yeah, thanks. I would love to do that. Yeah. So back when I was in college, I went through thyroid cancer, actually during the time that Kit and I were working at the church. And um, anyway, that was a journey at 19, kind of young for that kind of diagnosis, but um, kind of went through that. And then at 41, I was diagnosed with breast cancer. And that was even a bigger challenge for me. I had, I was about your age. I had young kids. Well, I was older than you, but I had young kids. Yeah. And, um, you know, that's, that's a whole different place. You're married, you have these young children, you're, it's just hard to fathom that journey, um, but many women do go through it um, in that place. And so after that, um, I was, there was a friend of mine that both of us knew each other from church, and we had both been through breast cancer, and we had such a desire to do something that would encourage women going through the journey Um, There are a lot of books about different people's um, lives, you know, journey, but we really wanted to help them fix their eyes on Jesus, the author and perfecter. And so um, it became, we started to work together and it was a 90 day devotional that evolved and actually involved about 40 other women. So the devotionals are not all written by us, a lot of editing involved, um, but they are literally about a 20, excuse me, a 200 word devotional and a 200 word prayer. So they're very much prayer focused and it is a beautiful book. It's been out for about um, 16 years, actually has been just recently redone with a beautiful new cover, hardcover. Uh, But the book um, has been used by many, many women and even men that have gone through the journey of cancer. It just helps them to kind of lift up above the fear and Mm -hmm. to be at peace and rest in God's um, hands in the journey. And so, uh, yeah, I would just encourage anybody, even if, even if 
somebody isn't fully there with trusting Jesus. Um, it's a book that, you know, it's a time when we're questioning life and death. And uh, it's a it's a time of spiritual openness and a time to say, okay, what what is what are we made for? What is life about? What is is there something after this life? Um, the you know answers all those questions. Wow, that is beautiful. And I mean, first of all, I think you're very brave for you know going through um, cancer, and um, you're also very brave for for writing about it and for you know reaching out to other women and and creating you know, a book that really helps people, like you said, seek Jesus in it. So um, yeah, thanks for doing that. And thanks for talking about it too, because my hope is that, um, you know, anyone who is walking through cancer or knows someone who is, hopefully they can be, you know, blessed by that book and those words and those prayers. So that'd be great. Thanks. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Well, just kind of our last question, something we like to close out with, but um, do you have a favorite verse or even just something that you've been learning lately that God's been placing on your heart that you could share with us? Mm. You know, Kevin, I have so many verses that are, that are, my husband always jokes, like, you said that other one was your favorite verse. So you know what I mean? (laughs) I'm always with a new favorite verse, Um, but I actually want to go backwards to a truth Um, In a funny chapter of, or it's actually in the book of Judges, which is not where you would think I'd be going. Um, But there's a story there that has gone with me my whole life. Um, It's actually the story of Gideon. And I don't know if you know it, but um, Gideon, in in essence, it was a time in Israel's history when they were oppressed and just beaten down. And um, in this particular case, God would raise up different judges. And in, in this chapter, he raised up this little man named Gideon who really was of a nobody he wasn't anybody special but God chose him and he said Gideon and he called him a mighty warrior and he told him to raise up an army and fight the Midianites who were the who were oppressing the Israelites and it took a lot of convincing a lot of fleeces a lot of a lot of convincing but God convinced Gideon and Gideon did what he was asked he raised up an army and then what's really interesting God said um, you have too many men, okay? And so he told Gideon, he said, okay, now you've raised up this huge army. I'm going to narrow it down to 300 men. And you're going to go up against this huge army. And he told Gideon, it's in actually Judges chapter seven. He said, the reason I'm doing this is so that you know it's not you, but it's God, it's me who has won the battle. Mm. And I remember reading that and thinking, you know, so often in life, we just, we don't take risk. You know, we don't trust God really. You know what I mean? We, we, we stay safe. And in this case, I was, it just, you know, it, it was kind of like God said to me, do you take enough risk to know that it's not you, but it's me that has done it. And there are certain things in my life where the risk I've, I've been pushed into the risk, you know, like I couldn't do any, you know, I mean, just had to go there. And then there's other things that, you know, I've had to step out in faith and trust God. Um, but what what really changed for me was this perspective that, um, in essence, we just need to trust God in the big things and the small things. And it really changed the way I even look at situations or circumstances, because I used to be very much the person who would say, well, why this? Why that? Why is this happening? And it was like, God said to me, um, are you really, the question is how it's, how are you, how am I, sorry, God, 
going to work in this situation. And so I begin to say, okay, Lord, I don't know what you're doing, but I want to, you know, I'm going to ask, how are you going to work in this? How are you going to change me? How are you going to work in the situation? And it did transform my perspective because all of a sudden it wasn't one of doubt. It was really one of expectation. I began to look forward to seeing how God would work, even in the hardest situation. And I've gone back to that when I went through infertility. I didn't know how in the world God was going to provide children for us, um, or if he would, and he did through adoption. Um, I wasn't sure how he was going to walk us through this one difficult journey with my son, and he was just so faithful. As I can, as, you know, we just had to continue to say, Lord, how are you going to work? And he was so good to us, even in the hardest situations. And that has proven to be for me, even today, when I don't know what I'm doing, uh, I need wisdom in the job God has placed me. I go back and I'm like, okay, Lord, I don't know how you're going to work in this, but you've always been faithful. You've always provided a way. Um, you've provided what I needed. And um, it's really changed me um, because it's all about him. It's not about us. It's about God and his um, promise to be faithful to us as we rest and trust him. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. That's beautiful wisdom. And honestly, I, I want to go read that story now of Gideon because I that, I think that is one I, you know, I don't often touch or look at. So I want to. Yeah. Because, well, it's in the, yeah. Uh, oh, go ahead. Seven. Yeah. Judges six and seven. It is not where we normally go. Right. right. When we read the Bible. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. But that's such a beautiful story because um, I do find myself there a lot where it's like in those moments where it seems like, how can this work? Like, how can this be figured out? How? And then God shows up. It just, it's so much more clear that it was him. And oftentimes those spaces and places in life are so uncomfortable, but that's where we really can see God the most clearly. And it ends up being a huge gift um, and something that, like you said, sticks with us for, for a long time and increases our faith and refines our faith. And so I like what you said about you look at those moments now with expectation and hope and um, that that's very encouraging. So thanks for sharing that. Mm. You're welcome. Thank you. It's a lesson that, you know, some of those lessons we just go back to again and again and again. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I want to share this verse came to my mind, like earlier on when you were talking to, I think you mentioned like your grandmother really kind of helped you in your faith journey. And you mentioned um, the, the man who helped you at the the camp. Um, And so I wanted to read this verse. It's Hebrews 13, seven, back to Hebrews, which is funny. Um, It says, remember your leaders who spoke the word of God to you, consider the outcome of their way of life and imitate their faith. And that just came to mind as you were talking, because, um, you know, you were remembering these people who helped, um, you know, reveal their faith and show you kind of how they walk out and live out their faith. And, um, you know, here we are remembering them and just as an encouragement to people, you know, not only to remember the people who've done that for you, but remember, like, we are actively that person for someone else too. And um, not to be intimidated by that, but just to, you know, know that that's how God can work and use community and use believers and just be encouraged that um, even the small steps of faith we're taking today can maybe help someone else down the line in their life too. I always say God doesn't waste anything. He uses pretty much everything we go through, either to help somebody else, encourage them to 
grow us. I mean, he doesn't waste anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, definitely. And even um, I just appreciate you coming on our podcast and for sharing your story and some of what God's put on your heart, because our hope is always that these episodes can just encourage and uplift someone, you know, on a drive to work or they're cleaning their house or doing laundry or whatever. Hopefully, you know, just hearing other women and, and what God has done in their life can be encouraging. So thank you so much for, for being willing to come on here and, and sharing your story with us. We appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you. And God bless you as you do this and encourage women. That's, that's a big deal. That's so important. So yeah. keep, keep thanks. Thank you. All right. Well, it's been so great talking to you and I appreciate it again. Thanks for taking some of your time out to talk to us. Thank you for tuning into this week's episode of Sparkle Speak. If you are interested in following us on social media, you can find us on Instagram at underscore sparklefaith underscore or at sparklefaith.com. There you can find information on upcoming events and speakers. And please feel free to reach out to us if you have a personal story of faith that you would be willing to share with us. We hope you tune in again next week and we hope your week is full of the sparkle we all need. God's Word will change our life, but sometimes it's hard to know where to start. Well, that's where I come in. I'm Jody Nisnik, host of So Much More, Creating Space for God, a scripture meditation podcast. And each week, I guide you through a scripture, giving you space to listen to the Spirit and pray about what's on your heart. Then we have a thoughtful conversation with guests to help us go deeper. Listen and subscribe at lifeaudio.com.